It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. The accent is French, by the way, if you're joining the show for the first time. Before I go to the phone lines and I see them lining up, I want to answer a question I got on Instagram at, at rendezvous radio from a friend of mine who he and his girlfriend are fresh out of college. And uh, after about a year together, he realizes that the ulala is fading a little bit. And he asked me what's going on, you know, have I done something wrong? And I have to tell him. The infatuation crazy ulala phase lasts for most of us about no more than 18 months. And then you enter more normalcy when it comes to that. So don't be afraid. It's not against you. It's not that she likes you less or less passionate. It's that really we get used to each other and it's still really good. But I know for younger guys like him uh, in his early 20s, you know, it's like surprising. Why the slowdown? Well, because once the relationship is established, there's usually, you know, more time together, but it's also a little less passionate ulala. It's not abnormal, nothing to be worried about. C'est la vie. It's reality. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kendra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kendra. So what's going on with your ex, with that dude? What is the issue? All right. Well, we were super romantic. I felt like he was the love of my life. Something was something really magical was happening between the two of us when we were together. And then all of a sudden, he said he just wanted to be friends. So I said, okay. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, it's like every time I backed away because of the fact that he said he just wanted to be friends, I would end up getting these really romantic text messages. And so I'm just confused as to where we stand. What am I supposed to think? If Good you point. just want to be friends, why are you sending me these messages? And did you ever ask him why is he sending you those romantic messages? Yeah, sometimes he'll flat out say, because I need you. But because it's I like, need you? Yeah. But so, let's be more clear. Is that like an ooh-la-la messages or just romantic, like, I miss the good old days? And what, what nature are the messages? No, they're like ooh-la-la. Oh, the ooh-la-la ones. Okay. Now it's clear. Okay, so, uh, and he goes, because I need you? Yeah. Yeah. It's not really, and he needs you, he needs it. <laughs> that's that's the translation I would do. Yeah. So, uh, do you miss this guy? Yes. Well, then, if you miss him and he misses you, if he wants to make love to you and ulala with you, do you want to ulala with him too? Yes. I say go ulala. I mean, why not? <laughs> I'm always for the ulala if two people, you know, like each other. And, and uh, why not? Life is short. If, if you feel safe and do it, I say just tell him, you know, to get together. Maybe you go out for dinner or, you know, it's hard with the quarantine, but whatever you can do. <laughs> Do that's my advice, Kendra. It seems you know you you will both enjoy. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good to me. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, Kendra. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you. You know what? I want to talk about sugar coating, and I'm not thinking about in the kitchen and cooking. Sugar coating in relationships. Next. Sugar coating. And I don't mean in the kitchen, let's be clear, I don't mean cooking, because that's always delicious, sugar coating. I'm talking about in our relationships. Because my last caller, Kendra, and it was very interesting, 
you know, uh, this guy, her ex was, you know, sending her kind of messages more ooh like she, she was confused, but it was not as direct. And, and then I said, what do you want to do? You know, and she wants to ooh with him. So I said, go ahead. But really, I have also, I'm sure you have too, at one point kind of got confused, kind of got frustrated you know, sugarcoating. Why sugarcoat? Should we sugarcoat in relationships when we communicate to each other? What's the point? So let's talk about it next. I am going to give you my opinion and my advice on whether yes or no, we should sugarcoat anything when it comes to our relationships. Next. Have you ever felt frustrated reading a text, um, listening to a conversation with your partner, because you felt things were sugar-coated, right? So basically, instead of saying it like it is, among adults, very easy, we sugarcoat. And you know why we sugarcoat? To try to litigate the fear of rejection or dramatization. But our brains, all of us, like clarity. And so to the question, should we sugarcoat things in relationships? Absolutely not. Please, life is too short. Let me give you an example. You like somebody? Tell them. You don't like them? Tell them. I'm not interested. Because the more clear and transparent the communication is, the better and stronger the relationship is also. Sugar code tires us. Tires me for sure. I'm sure it tires you too. So I'll put a survey online. We'll see if it tires you too if I'm the only one. But sugar coding, that should be the end of it. 2020, no more sugar coding. That would be good. You call that next. If you have a doubt about your relationship, just call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Marla. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you met somebody online and you have a question for me. What is going on? How can I help you? So I met this really great person over Tinder and we started talking. We hit it off really well. We've had a few online dates and we both really want to meet each other. However... I am immunocompromised, so I've been following really strict quarantine for a long time, and he has been also taking precautions, but he works at a restaurant, Um, and he says that he also really wants to see me, but he's afraid that he might potentially give me the virus because he's exposed to people, like, all the time. So we want to meet each other, but I'm not sure, like, when is best, whether we should just keep doing things online, which I'm just not used to. I've never been in a long-distance relationship. Um, Or if we should just, like, go ahead and meet or what. I'm not really sure what to do, but I really do want to see him at some point in person. I see. Uh, How old are you, Mara? I am 26. Okay. Uh, If it was your daughter and you were her mother, what would you tell her? I think I would say that you should proceed with caution and maybe to wait things out a few more months before meeting in person. That's the answer. When you're not sure for yourself and you're confused because there is desire, there is excitement, there is also boredom, but you have an immune system uh, that we have to take in consideration, I do believe that the answer you just gave, like you were talking to your daughter, it's more important to stay alive than to take any risk. And I understand, now I'm much older than you, and, uh, you know, so and I've been alone for four and a half months in the Midwest with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, but that's that. So I do miss the same interaction in life. But we want to live. We want to love life safely, right? So my yeah. advice to you is to wait until, for you, it is safe. 
but be creative but just <laughs> don't meet in person man it's too much of a risk that's my answer now you're grown up you can do what you want but it's just it's too soon you have too much to lose mm -hmm. sorry i know that's not what you wanted to hear from me right yeah but i i think you are right listen i want you to have a long life and and maybe with this guy so continue text video facetime whatsapp uh you know zoom whatever it can be very exciting but also safe and then when all this is over then ooh la 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you simon all right man no problem be safe and have a good night thank you for your call you too coming up i am going to go listen to jessica's voicemail and answer her questions so stay with me jessica's voicemail next Quick reminder, you know that if you have a question for me uh, during show hours or after show hours, all you got to do is dial 855-905-8255 and leave me a voicemail and I'll answer, just like for Jessica's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Jessica and my ex-wife, we've been split up for about three years and in our marriage, we had gotten a dog together. Well, our dog has a sickness that is going to be needing prolonged medication. I'm kind of wrestling with whether or not to try and get in contact with my ex-wife so she can help me. I guess the part I'm afraid of is if those feelings will come back. And I'm afraid that if I get too angry and upset with her, I won't allow her to help what I need her to help with. So should I just do it by myself or should I ask for help? Jessica, thank you for the voicemail. Uh, should you contact your ex uh, if you need help for your dog, but you still have feelings for your ex? My answer is next. What should you do if, say, you got a divorce from your ex and then uh, you guys have a dog together and the dog is sick and you need help for the dog, but you have mixed feelings for your ex? Desire, anger, frustration, love, mixed feelings. And then if you do, like Jessica who left me that voicemail, should you reach out to your ex and take the risk to start the process of all those emotions or just deal with the dog yourself and don't even reach out to your ex? My advice to you, Jessica, is that you don't need to talk to your ex. You can email everything to your ex so that she can help you to pay the bills for your dog's health. Uh, but I would not talk to her. I can tell in your voicemail, you're still upset about things. So text is good. Email is good, no direct conversation. And if all this is even too much, then don't do it. But I figure an email or a text is okay. That's my advice. Play it safe emotionally. That's the most important for you. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you want to light up a little candle of love, a little light, a spark of romance in this universe, call the rendezvous now, 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Liliane. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, I understand there's a man in your life that did something super sweet for you, and I want to know what he did. Yeah, so with um, everything that's been going on, I had planned to go to New Orleans for my birthday this year, and unfortunately, we could not take that trip. So, my boyfriend, while I was at work the other day, he... Mm -hmm went online and bought a bunch of Mardi Gras decorations. So when I got home, my house was Mardi Gras themed and he had 
made me jambalaya and a seafood foil because those were the things I wanted to go try while I was down there. And he went online and he found some recipes and he spent all day while I was at work just, you know, making our home the vacation spot that we couldn't go to. And, you know, I was kind of disappointed and upset because, you know, I I wanted to go travel and I couldn't. But honestly, it was the best birthday. It was just the sweetest thing anyone's ever done for me. And we just had so much fun. Um, the food was great, and, you know, he played great music. He, he did everything. He just made the environment perfect. How did that make you feel? Simon, to be honest, I felt like that was the sweetest thing anyone's ever done for me for my birthday, and I got emotional. Like, normally I don't get emotional. You know, <laughs> it makes me happy, but I, I actually, like, teared up, and it like made me realize how awesome he is. I mean, he really took some time and effort to to plan to make something for me whenever, you know, we wouldn't have had anything else. And it was just, I don't know, it just made me so happy. It just made me feel I, so I, loved. Exactly. Well, mission accomplished. So listen, I, great story, by the way. Thank you so much. And I hope you prepare something for him as good as what he done for you, right? So, so when he expects it the less, uh, then do something for him, creative, whatever you think he will love, and give it back to him. Like, I want this universe of romance to go back and forth between the two of you. Absolutely. I can't wait because he's going out of town for a week. So I've been trying to plan something nice for when he gets back because I'll have a whole week. <laughs> exactly. A whole week to surprise him. I love that. All right, Lilian, thank you so much for sharing that beautiful story. And I wish both of you, you know, to be safe and, and many years of happiness. Thank you so much, Simon. Coming up, I am going to answer the Facebook message from Samantha, who went on two great dates with a guy, and now she's a little confused about the location of a potential third date. So her Facebook message is next. So I received this very interesting question, a Facebook message actually, at the rendezvous show from Samantha. She goes, Simon, after going on two great dates with a guy, he asked me to come over to his place for our third date to go swimming in his pool. And I am a little hesitant because I'm not ready to ooh-la-la with him. And I don't know if that's what he expects since he invited me to his home. How do I handle this? Uh, that's a great question, Samantha. When a guy that you've been dating for a couple of times asks you to come to his home to go swimming, what do you think he means by that? I'm going to tell you that next. So if you were Samantha who sent me that Facebook message at the rendezvous show, uh, she's been dating a guy two great dates, and he just recently asked her out to come to his place for the third date to go swimming in his pool. Samantha goes, I'm a little hesitant because I'm not ready to ooh-la-la with him. And I don't know if that's what he expects since he invited me to his home to swim. How do I handle this? Samantha, there is no question in my mind that he invites you to swim in his pool, A, to check you out, and two, he hopes to kiss you and ooh-la-la with you. I am a man. I can tell you 99% of men think like this. That's why he invited you. So if you don't feel like it, just say, I'm, I'm not ready for that. Why don't we um, do something different? And then you offer an option. Maybe he goes you know, in a park or somewhere public where you feel safe, walk because you have to be social distancing and all that. But if you don't feel it, never do it. Never even go there, okay? There's nothing wrong. And the guy's not going to dislike you because you said no. He has to wait until you're ready. That's the way it goes. You call the next.
If you have a question for me, call now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sarah. Bonjour, Simon. So, I understand you have a, a question to ask me about your relationship. What's going on? Um, so, I recently saw uh, in love with this man. Uh, my only problem is that I, I'm still married, and my husband and I, we've kind of Kind of, we haven't gone our separate ways, but we're definitely not in love like I am with this guy, and I, I don't really know how to tell him. Okay. Um, you have kids together? No. Okay. And your intuition, right? Uh, do you think this new man you met uh, is also as in love with you as you are with him? Yeah, I think so. I feel like it. And okay. we talk about it openly. Okay. Have you ooh-la-la with him? Um, we have once, yes. Okay. So, uh, now let's talk about your husband. How long you've been married? Uh, for three years. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you still love him? I mean, he's like, he's like my best friend, but I don't feel like, like, I feel like I love him like a brother almost. Like I, so from one to ten, probably like a, like a five or something. I'm but talking romantic love. I'm not. I'm not talking like friendly oh, love. I'm talking romantic okay. love. One to ten. Then like one. Okay. Yeah, that's the end for the for the husband. Mm -hmm. Once you've reached one or two, it's like why stay with somebody that you don't really want to be with, and then he becomes the object of rejection. So listen, yeah. here's the right thing to do. Uh, it's it's not to sort of cheat. It's to um, uh, be honest with your husband. Um, I would go see a couple of therapists before uh, I express how you feel so you have all the right wording and, and okay. caring so the separation goes you know in a healthy way I would not yeah. jump in a new relationship until you actually you know physically separated living in two different homes um, yeah. do things the right way it's good vibe in the universe do things in the wrong way and it will ruin it so do good feel good so my advice to you is really try not no more ooh-la-la with the lover okay. and a couple of therapists so you know what to do and then tell the truth to your husband start the divorce procedure move out the minute you move out you can do whatever you want but that's I think the right way to do it okay I appreciate that thank you it's really helpful you got it thank you so much for your call good luck to you and uh, I wish you a good night thank you so much Simon let's finish the rendezvous with a provocative question for you would it bother you if your partner was flirty with other people Next. Would it bother you if your partner was flirty with other people? You know, like looking, maybe saying something, maybe leaning physically towards, you know, when you go out at night, stuff like that. Would it bother you? I said that because I've talked on the show and, and, and I wanted to know what you thought. So I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. I hope you follow me. If you don't, hurry up. At Rendezvous Radio. Great stuff. And uh, I found that that 59% of you said, yes, it would bother me if my partner was flirty with other people. But to my surprise, 41% of you voted, no, it would not bother me. Let me tell you that it does bother me. I think it's rude, disrespectful, and should not happen. But listen, I love those polls because they give me a, a better reality check about where everybody is on the question. Thank you so much for voting massively. Thank you for being part of my show tonight. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.